Hello and welcome back to the Ultimate Sports Fans Podcast, a podcast for sports fans made by sports fans. And today I'm going to be doing my first ever edition of the MLB Power Rankings. We're going to do one every single week for the rest of the season. And in the first ever Power Rankings list, at number one, I have the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers almost just swept the Padres and have been on a crazy hot streak since the season began. They are 13-3. and um, They have a one-loss streak, and they have a plus 38-point um, uh, run differential, which is the highest run differential in all of the major leagues. Uh, they do have some injury concerns, though, as Gavin Lux, their second baseman, is injured, and so is Cody Bellinger. And those are both on the 10-day injured list and are not expected to be back um, this week. Then moving on to number two, um, there's a couple other teams that you could probably put here, but I put the Mets at number two. They are 7-4, and four, and their run differential is zero. So they've kind of just been winning games uh, barely. But uh, they're actually the only team in the majors with a zero run differential. They had a couple of games postponed earlier in the season because of COVID. Anyway, I got them at number two. Number three, we have the Red Sox. The Red Sox uh, were on a really hot streak last week and the week before that. They have a 21-run differential, and after getting swept by the Orioles to start the season. They went on a nine-game winning streak. So that's how they got to number three. Number four, we have the Cincinnati Reds, who are nine and six. They had a really good series uh, last week against the Indians, and their run differential is also very high. Uh, It's the second highest in the league at plus 24. And we have the Padres at 10 and seven. And they were able to avoid the sweep um, of the Dodgers uh, with the win uh, on Sunday afternoon. Eric Hosmer and Pham had some uh, good hits, clutch hits, that drove in our uh, runners. Uh, Jerickson Profar scored, Fernando Tatis and Eric Hosmer all scored in the bottom of the eighth. Number six, we have the Los Angeles Angels. They had a very good first series of the year against the White Sox when they won three out of four, and they've continued that success. Mike Trout has been really, really good. They are eight and five, and uh, so the the Angels, very, not really, not really that surprising that they have been this good so far, Um, but in the, because they have the talent, they have talent on their roster, they have Mike Trout, they have, um, They have Rendon, they have Otani, they have Fletcher, they have Justin Upton. They have some good pieces. They just have been underwhelming the last couple years, but here they are, number six. Then number seven, we have the Milwaukee Brewers at eight and seven. Uh, Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns have been very good for the Brewers at the beginning of the season. Of course, uh, course Corbin Burns has been a very good strikeout pitcher. And moving on to the eighth team, I have the White Sox at 8-8. Eight and eight. They were able to secure a sweep of a doubleheader against Boston on Sunday. And they have a plus-18 win differential, so it's like their wins are pretty legit. They're not just a bad team squeaking by. They have a really good, talented roster. 
even without Eloy Jimenez, they still have the MVP of the league from last year and Jose Abreu. They have Yoan Mancada, Tim Anderson, Yasmani Grandal. They got some good players over there. That's not even to mention their great pitching. Obviously, they had Carlos Rodon, who just threw a no-hitter last week against the Indians. Um, anyway, on to our ninth team in the power rankings. We have the Oakland Athletics at 9-7. and seven. They had a really, really, really tough start to the year. Uh, they started 1-7. and seven. Uh, It's a, a tough series against the Astros and a tough series against the Dodgers. And um, now they have an eight-game winning streak, a little bit of what the Boston Red Sox were able to do before their series with the White Sox and the, and the last game with the Twins. So the A's are back in the top ten of the power rankings uh, in my first edition. Uh, number ten, we have right across the bay, San Francisco Giants at nine and six. Uh, they haven't been overly impressive, but they have had really good pitching. They haven't scored many runs, but they've played good defense, and they're winning games. In my power rankings, I don't like to be biased towards teams like the Yankees, who have really good rosters but haven't had any success earlier in the year. I like to just kind of look at is it like I won't go crazy and put the Yankees at 29 because they have the 29th worst uh, record. However, I do give a slight edge to some of the teams that are a couple games over 500 earlier in the season. And that's where number 11 is the Indians at 8 and 7. They have um, one win streak and a plus 5 run differential. Of course, Shane Beaver has been. Really good, striking out everybody. He's had the most strikeouts in a season to start uh, in four games, I think, since Nolan Ryan. So he's he's been on a strikeout tear. Then at number 12, we have the Kansas City Royals. And the Kansas City Royals actually have the best record in the American League at 9-5. and five. Started the season off good against the Rangers. And they had a two-game winning streak against the Blue Jays um, at the moment. And at 13, we have the Philadelphia Phillies. They're 8-7, and seven, and Bryce Harper stepped up big for them yesterday as he hit a home run in the first inning. Number 14, the Mariners at 10-6. and six, Another case of a, of a roster uh, overperforming, getting some wins, although they do have a negative run differential, so they'll probably go back. Um, their record will probably go back the other way very soon. Number 15, halfway through, we have the Rays. The Rays are 8-8, eight and eight, and they just come off a sweep of the Yankees. Uh, however, they do have a minus 13 run differential, so that's very strange of the Rays, but they're 8-8, eight and eight, so, and they just went to the World Series last year, so they're going to stay at number 15 for me. And then number 16, we have the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros had a great start to the season, uh, however, they are falling off quite a bit as they are now under 500 at seven and eight. And also, I don't like the Astros weren't even good last year when they made the playoffs and they made some some uh, moves in the playoffs. They actually finished under 500 in the regular season, so I'm not not really that uh pleased with the Astros, and I'm not going to move them up until they can get a few games over 500. And right now they're below 500, so they are at 16. Number 17, we have the Atlanta Braves at 7-9. and nine. 
they had a, a great game against the Cubs on Sunday night where they scored um, six runs in the first inning, and they had four home runs in the first inning. So that's why they're at number 17. Number 18, we have the St. Louis Cardinals. Nolan Arenado is looking good as a Cardinal, and they are at 7-8. and eight. So not really that great, but also not really that bad. They're right in the middle of the pack. They have a good roster, so I could see them potentially moving up the standings and my power rankings. Um, then next we have the Yankees, and I had to put the Yankees somewhere. This might be uh, a little. This is they obviously are have a much worse record than their spot in my power rankings. However, even as an American League East fan and as an Oriole fan, I have to respect the Yankees roster. So they're going to be at 19, even though they are 5-10 and 10, and have a minus 9 uh, run differential. Also, they haven't really been fielding the ball good. All they've been doing good is maybe hitting the ball, getting some home runs, and even that, Judge and Stanton are striking out a bunch. And they just don't... They look flashy on paper, but they don't gel good as a team, and they give up a lot of runs. So then moving on to the next team, we have the Toronto Blue Jays at 7-9. and nine. They had a, they were at 500 before they lost two in a row to Kansas City. But I feel like they'll be able to make a playoff push towards the end of the season with all the young players they have. Uh, Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Not to mention, uh, Teoscar Hernandez is injured right now. Oh, well, not injured, he had covid but he should be back soon. So the Blue Jays will probably get even more of a lift then. And also George Springer should be back pretty soon after being uh, not able to play in the first um, 16 games of the season. Next, we have an AL Central team in the Minnesota Twins at 6-8. and eight. Uh, The Twins have been were favorites to win the American League Central along with the Chicago White Sox. But so far, they have uh, not been performing as well as they probably wish they were. The American League Central is kind of a little bit weird with the Royals at the top of the division right now, and then the Indians, and then the White Sox, and then the Twins, and then the Tigers. The Tigers are where they're supposed to be, but the Twins and the White Sox are a little bit lower, and especially the Royals are a little bit higher up there. Nobody thought they would be the best team in the American League to start the season, but here we are. At 22, I have the Washington Nationals, and they've had a really bad, slow start to the year, but I still really like their team with Schwarber and Soto and Starling Castro, um, Victor Robles, Trey Turner. They had a pretty good series against the Diamondbacks uh, over the weekend, uh, but Steven Strasburg also went on the injured list, so that's not um, necessarily promising for the Nationals. But hopefully, for their sake, they can um, they can uh, get into the playoffs and make the playoffs after missing them last year. Of course, they won the World Series two years ago. Then at 23, we have my Baltimore Orioles. They're 7-9 on the season, and they've played pretty competitive in a lot of their games. So they had some good games against the Mariners like where they lost, but they were pretty competitive, especially in the first game of the doubleheader. They also could have won Sunday against Texas, where John Means 
threw an absolute gem. Uh, he had seven innings, or he didn't give up a run, but the Orioles couldn't score any runs, so they lost that game. So they could be uh, even better than they are right now, but I'm pretty happy about the Orioles at number 23. Uh, next, we have the Miami Marlins. Uh, and the Marlins are seven and nine right now, and they are seven and eight or se- seven and eight, and they have one of my favorite young players in the league, and Jazz Chisholm Jr. I picked him up on my fantasy team. He's a second baseman from the Bahamas, and he's been an absolute beast to start the year. He has an average of three twenty five, and he has three home runs. As well as being very electric, he can steal some bases. Uh, he has a triple against Tampa that I watched live, and that's where I really was like, this 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 guy can play. And um, he has very good bat speed, very, he's a very good young hitter. Uh, he didn't let Jacob deGrom fool him. Jacob deGrom gets his way with a lot of hitters, but Jazz Chisholm Jr., was able to actually hit a home run against him by um getting uh staying quick to the ball. So Jazz Chisholm Jr. and the Marlins are at number twenty-four. Number twenty-five, we have the Chicago Cubs. Now the Cubs have a lot of questions about their roster going into twenty twenty-two, and so far it's not looking good for um the Cubs. They're six and nine so far, but they also have a minus twenty-three run differential. And their offense has been horrendous. They have the worst average in the whole entire major leagues. And their pitching hasn't even been heck good. Like their star ace, Jake Yad has been pretty solid. But Zach Davies hasn't been good. And also Kyle Hendricks hasn't been good. And that's not good for the Cubs because they are already limited on their pitching. And their best pitcher is doing not good at all. And their offense is supposed to be pretty solid with Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant and Wilson Contreras and all those and Javi Baez obviously and all those guys want big contracts, but they have been terrible. And not to mention David Bodie, Ian Happ, they're not doing too good either. So Cubs at number twenty-five. Number twenty-six, we got the Texas Rangers. The Rangers are seven and nine right now. And they just came off a series loss to the Baltimore Orioles. Um, the Rangers have some good pieces with Joey Gallo, obviously, which, who's a star. And Kyle Gibson has been a good starting pitcher for them besides his opening day start. So, see, I don't think the Rangers are going to be able to do much this season. I just don't think they have enough depth, enough quality players in their lineup and in their rotation. So I got the Rangers at 26. Number 27, the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates are 7-9. and nine, And Brian Reynolds, who is a young outfielder for them, has been very impressive um, with Key Brian Hayes out at third base with an injury. Um, the Pirates are just, they're not ready. Obviously, they're kind of in the same boat with the Orioles. Um, even a little bit ahead of the Rangers, because I think the Rangers are going to go have to really initiate their rebuilding process soon. And uh, so I think the Pirates, they're going to probably fall off really bad this season. But for now, they have a kind of respectable record at 7-9. and nine. Moving on, we have the Diamondbacks. And the Diamondbacks have not been very good this year. And Cattell Marte uh, pulled a hamstring. So that his, their star player was out. 
and that's even worse for already bad, pretty bad roster. Madison Bumgarner hasn't been very good either uh, since joining the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, last year. He has the highest ERA in Major League Baseball. And then, uh, so number 29, I have the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Detroit had a pretty good opening series against Cleveland. Uh, Miguel Cabrera hit a home run in the snow. However, since then, they've really fallen off, and obviously they're still in their rebuilding process. Um, they're 6-10 right now. However, one of their uh, prospects, starting pitcher Casey Mize, is in his first full season, 162-game season this year. And he's looked pretty good with the ERA in the threes. And then as the worst team in baseball to start the year, they also have the worst record. It's the Colorado Rockies. They didn't get anything for Nolan Arenado, and they had to pay the Cardinals $40 million to take them from them. So don't expect them to be very good this year. They still have Trevor Story, but he's not going to be able to do it all by himself. They lost to the Mets on Sunday, and there's probably a lot more losing in their future. Anyway, those were the top 30, all 30 teams in my power rankings. I also might do some, like, move my podcast to YouTube as well, um, along with all of the current places you can find it. So that should be interesting. I'm not sure when I'm going to do it. It might be, like, in a month or two. Probably not uh, at the moment. But anyway, it's been the first edition of the Ultimate Sports Fans MLB Power Rankings. See you next time.